Is it Jones? Yes, sir. Episode 232 of Keeping Up with the Joneses. I know, it's shocking. We're back. We're back and it's 2021. Yes. Also shocking that it's 2021 and we're back. Mm -hmm. Yes. Didn't I just say that? Okay, let's start again. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave it. Let's just keep going. (laughs) AJ Jones. Yes, sir. Look at you, you fine piece of Canadian engineer. Thank you. You look gorgeous. Thank you. Is it true that you put on some perfume? I did, right before we came down. So I go in to just actually put on a shirt because, you know, I'm still working from home and I was in my pajamas. And I I walk into the bedroom and I realize, did you did you just put cologne on? That's so unfair. So I put uh, cologne <laughs> on too. So there, two can play that game. It's, it's kind of our little thing, isn't it? Sometimes when we go out on dates, we wait to the very end and then I'll put on perfume just because I know I'll get a good response. You do. You put on um, a scent and that drives me crazy. Anyway, welcome to episode 232 of Keeping Up with the Joneses. If you're just joining us, we are a husband and wife podcast team. Yep. And we live in Franklin, Tennessee. And if it's confusing you that we're from (laughs) Tennessee and we don't sound like it, that's because I'm from Canada and you're from Scotland. Or the other way around. I I was going to see if they could even tell. Yeah, welcome to episode 232. If you're new to the podcast, this is what we do. We talk, we ostensibly talk about a topic, but sometimes it takes us a while to get there. If you're uh, not new to the podcast, welcome back, although we should kind of be saying... Yeah, sorry we were away so long. We uh, had an interesting six months or so. Well, probably like everybody who's listening, you probably had an interesting year. Here's... What happened? Our last episode of this podcast was in June 29th. We released it. So the end of June 2020. And as we were wrapping up, we were like, hey, we'll be back in the fall, which was our plan. And uh, and then that didn't happen. No. And I thought it would be fun before we even get into anything, explaining to our beautiful audience where we have been for the last six months. So those of you who know us probably know what happened. But it's good to recap because Misery but, Loves Company. But what about for those that don't know us like don't know then they don't know we've been missing you don't know you have no idea you just think it's like this Uh, all the time it's just this is this is the dream right here our plan was to come back in the fall because we were going to have somebody join us and that person has joined us in fact that person is in the studio right now mr chris (laughs) our goal was to have chris join us in the fall and help us with the production of the podcast and that was the plan but then what happened aj jones well end of june uh, I got really sick, went down with mono. Which is glandular fever, if you're not from North America. Mm-hmm. And spent nine weeks, I think, in bed. I I remember when, when I first got, you know, got tested for COVID. I just knew I was sick, ran a fever for 28 days. Uh, and so, you know, went in, got all the different tests done. They're like, no, you don't have COVID. Yay! Uh, you have mono. And, um... I read up about it and it said, you know, average mono is two to four weeks. And I thought, I'm going to nail it in two. Like, I'm just going to. How'd that work out for you? Yeah, not so good. (laughs) So, yeah, I spent, uh, I think it was nine weeks in bed. Nine weeks in bed. Lap of luxury. Just Lap of luxury. Felt great. You hated it. Just laying in bed. No, it was awful. We've talked about, and I mean this in the kindest way, but like the worst patient in the world is you. In that you won't let me care for you. Okay, I think I'm the best patient in the world. I am low maintenance. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I, 
I, I am like, I think because when I was a kid, like we we had really you're gonna you're gonna well, yeah, bring yeah. your childhood yeah, well, into this as had, a as a as a monitor of hell. We had no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying this is how I got created. Um, you know, we had we had governesses, but my mom worked, my dad worked, and so I remember when I was sick. Uh, you were neglected and abandoned. <laughs> okay, that's your view of it. But I would, <laughs> I would just lie on the couch uh-huh. and you know eat if somebody brought me food. But otherwise, I was just alone. And that's sort of what I associate with uh, being sick. Is like you are left alone. And when I'm sick, when I was sick as a child, I high was doted on maintenance. I wasn't high maintenance. I oh, just... you're so high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> you're like. Listen, aren't you going to sing to me? Could you rub my tummy? I don't feel good. You know, you're high maintenance. It's a nightmare. Listen, one person's abandonment no. is another person's peace and quiet. Oh another gosh. person's care and attentive is high maintenance. Okay, I am like, hey, if you drop off food, that's great. If you don't, I can wait. And you're like, I need a drink. I need this. Can you go to Publix? I need Ribena. Nobody needs Ribena. Ribena when they're sick. Ribena is not a health drink. It's a sugar drink. Okay. But as, you can, as you can imagine, <laughs> those nine weeks that AJ was in bed and didn't come out of the room, couldn't come out of the room. Yeah. I had three kids to raise. I took yeah. over all your responsibilities at work. Yes. So for those nine weeks, like life was not really conducive to podcasting. Oh, also, oh, we no. reopened the church. Yeah. In the midst of all that, we reopened the church with... Trying to, you know, follow guidelines. And yeah, we did a couple of different kind of, phase yeah. reopenings. So. And then we, uh, so the, yeah, that was miserable. It was awful. And lonely. Like, I was so lonely. We'd we, just done a, a whole podcast series on feelings and, oh, I was so lonely. And we also had to switch over to taking our whole school into an online format. So it was like, it, it, there was just extra things to do. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And then, you know, we go through a couple of different phases of reopening Grace Center, and we get to the phase that we're currently in, where we have two services. Our first service is a socially distant, mask-mandatory uh, service for people who that's their preference. And then our second service is no masks, no social distancing for people who that's uh, their preference. Yeah, right. And so we're trying to serve two different needs in our community. The very first week <laughs> that that gets launched, our beloved senior pastor, Jeff Dollar, stands up and tells the church, I'm going on um, family leave. Poor Jeff, as the Dollar family, who we love and adore, have just been through serious Just a horrendous chaos. year. Yeah, a horrendous serious, year. serious, yeah. uh, tragic circumstances. And Jeff took a leave of absence, which we were so proud of him for doing that, to go yeah. care for his family. And so that was a, you know, welcome back to Grace Center. And I'm Jeff Dollar, and I'm going to be leaving. And in Jeff's absence, AJ and I stepped up along with uh, many of our team, to help oversee and help run the church. And so for the subsequent five months after that, yes, um, all of our spare time got, uh, you know, in, in addition to my job, I started teaching on Sundays every week at Grace and almost every week, yeah. you and Tony and we had some guest speakers. But that ramped up. So though we had brilliant, and I can't, um, I can't overstate how brilliant Chris is, though we had brilliant Chris to help us, he couldn't help us podcast because we, we were not available to podcast. No. So I, I apologize. I, I like to be a man of my word. So when in June last year, I said, hey, we'll be back in the fall. And we didn't come back in the fall. I had a lot of sadness. But oh, we also forgot to mention that during all that, you also got COVID. Oh, yeah. I decided that it would be great to have both things, mono and COVID, so mm-hmm. I could compare them. 
which is very exciting. Uh, yeah, I, I got better. Um, well, I got better from mono. Then a week later, my back went out, we think, because I'd lied in bed for so Forgot long. About that. Yeah, your then back it, went out. We got that sorted. Then it went out again. Then we got that sorted. I had about two weeks where I was functional, and then I got COVID. Mm-hmm. So when we evaluate <laughs> our fall, how many weeks did you spend in bed? I spent about four months in bed uh, or, you know, just locked up in the uh, guest room. Basically. Yeah, it was our quarantine hospital. I put her in there, put an air purifier outside her door, and nobody went in. Which again, it was awful. No, I no, didn't get to fine, see the kids because when you're sick, you just get to be no, left alone. No, but I miss great. I miss the kids. Not so much you right now, but <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I I uh, the 28 days of fever with mono was the worst part because that was it wasn't until I was three days. But you also had 13 of, days of fever with COVID. I did, yeah. Yeah, the kids and I spent many a like a lonely meal, you know, looking at RussianBrides.com for a replacement <laughs> mommy. And... <laughs> but they couldn't find anyone, so it's all fine. Thanks, darling. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Helga yeah. just wasn't going to work out. That yeah. was a miserable, miserable time. It was and yeah, it feels like rough. ages ago. Does it not feel like a long time ago it to does. you? It does. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, three months into being healthy. I mean, I feel I didn't start really... Uh, feeling myself energy-wise and stuff until near the end of January from COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you, you know, are like, didn't you get out of bed just before Christmas Eve so you could celebrate yeah. Christmas? 20, 22nd, I came out of um, out of quarantine. So, wow. Yeah. So, if you were wondering, hey, where were the Joneses? That's a little sneak it's peek we into what, what happened with <laughs> that. So, anything else, I feel like we need to like bring in some happiness. Well, there was happened. happiness. I mean, in terms of like, there's there's been tough stuff with COVID for sure, but we've had tons of family time, uh, tons of, well, we've had a couple of new video games, which MJ enjoys, which watching him enjoy something is quite fun. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think what we've, what we've done more recently, but really last year, yeah, it I'm was a lost. home buddy year. Home yeah, and it's not body. that different. I mean, we're still working from home. We, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what it's like for you. I don't know where you are in the world. I've got, you know, we've got friends all over the world. Yeah. And depending on where you are in the world, your nation's response to COVID largely dictates the your response to COVID and, and your quality of life. But, we, you know, it has been hard. And yet there is tremendous joy. There is tremendous gladness. I mean, I'm I'm kind of playing the, you know, there was nothing good. There was tons of good stuff. Lots yes. of quality time. Yeah. We did get to go camping, which was fun. Yep. A couple of weeks ago, we went away for spring break. We, we more went glamping, actually, uh, because we rented a trailer and this lovely guy who... Yeah, but you, see, you say trailer, and I think about a thing that gets attached to the back of a truck that you just shove old pieces of wood in or an old couch. You oh, mean an no, no, RV. no, like an RV trailer thing. Yeah, like a 33-foot right? <laughs> mobile home. Yes. Which and so doesn't it had sound like, that glamorous. No, no, but it, it was, was great. It, it had like a separate bedroom for us, and it had, you know, big TV. And so, the, I mean, there was a couple of days of rain. We were able to play games with the kids. or was, you know, we could eat and cook inside. There's a bunk room, you know, so it was, it was, it was pretty great. And then, you know, we got to get outside and MJ's favorite thing was the rock throwing, apparently. Yeah, my boy would just stand beside the water and throw rocks into the water for hours. Hours. And loved it. Yeah. And I was like, you go, son. I'm here watching Netflix in a hammock. You just, <laughs> you, you go. You were watching Netflix in your hammock? Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, there you go. 
I, I mean, didn't know you were watching Netflix. It was, it was mostly prayer and Bible study yes. with like an odd yeah. break of Netflix. Yeah, just interspersed. Uh-huh. But I tell you the truth, we have, I, we, well, I'm going to say I've missed podcasting. I didn't even check with you, but I've absolutely missed podcasting. So I'm glad to be back in your ear holes. <laughs> 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 I didn't even check with you. I mean, well, I didn't. I no, don't want to say we, we. I'm excited to be back. You are good. Yeah, yeah. So, what are we talking about this week? Um, I think you picked the topic. So, why don't you launch it onto the people? Well, here's the thing. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I got a prophetic word from our dear friend um, David Wagner, who was at church, and he prophesied, he gave me a prophetic word, which he's given me before, mm-hmm. and I've had a couple of these words, but about writing a book, and I thought I don't want to ignore that. I, you know, just because it doesn't ring a bell with me doesn't mean it's not the Lord. But I was like, I don't even know where I'd start with writing a book. So I did lazy market research. I went on to Instagram and just said, hey, if I was going to write a book, what would you, what kind of book would you be interested in reading? And people gave me a ton of topics. And I thought, you know what, I might not write a book on any of those topics, but they just gave us like a month's worth of podcast topics. Yeah. And so this is from somebody who on Instagram said, hey, I would like you to write a book about what do we call the title, Chris? Was it Drawing Closer to God? How to Get More of God. How to Get More of God. What a great title. It is a good title. So, AJ Jones, how have you, over the years, got more of God? Uh, well, I mean, the main one would be time spent. You know, like, in terms of spending time in the Word, spending time... Yeah, but what does that look like? Talk, talk to me through... What does it look like for AJ Jones to spend time in the Word? Uh, it's looked different in different seasons. So sometimes it's been, you know, where you're doing the read the Bible in a year, uh, that sort of thing. Um, most often it's been, Lord, what are we going to read today? And just sort of reading. But I tend to like to look at it in multiple vers- different versions and open up accordance and see what that word is in the Greek or in the Hebrew. Like I like to kind of mm-hmm. really dig and digest uh, little chunks and spend a while there. So, um, remember, well, what, what would that look like? You literally open up your Bible and you'll ask the Holy Spirit, like, what are we going to read today? Yes. And then will you stay in that for a while or you just yes. see and you'll just yeah, read? Typically, I mean, I'll, sometimes I'll just read. Um, but for example, last year, right before I got sick, um, I spent like four months just reading Matthew because it was sort of slow going in that the Lord sort of kept stopping me and saying, now I want you to really look at this. Like, don't just go past it. You know, I want you to really look into this. And then I'd spend time journaling about what I saw and asking the Lord questions and then research a few things. And then I'd keep going a little bit further. So it was super slow going through the book of Matthew, which is why it took me months. You mentioned journaling. And I'm wondering if some of our listeners, that might be a new phrase. Then when you say journaling, you mean what? I mean, having a conversation with God that you're writing down. So, so you'll read something and you'll ask him about what you've just read. Yes. It's handy and knowing the author, isn't it? It is handy. Uh, and I find like, even when I was first starting to read the Bible, like when I first got saved, um, I would have like knowings, which I didn't realize was the Holy Spirit telling me things, but I would just, I would either see pictures that I was like, what was that? Or, you know, and I'd realize, oh, this is the Lord showing me what's going on here. And I started actually really early on, and I can't remember who told me to do it. I know somebody did, but asking the Holy Spirit, can you, when you don't understand what you're reading, Lord, can you show me what was happening? Mm-hmm. Like, can you show me? And and often I would either have, I, vision is too strong a word, but uh, something on the on the screen of my mind where I would sort of see something or get a sense of 
some of what was, you know, happening. And then often you can go back and do some research and go, oh, that, that was that. the, yeah, this is that. Um, so I, but I, I am like, uh, I like research. I like history. I like, so I love going back and, and doing all the digging to kind of mine up. What you, you, can find. you say that, and I don't know if I've told you about this. I got a new tool. So we use a piece of software um, for our Bible study called Accordance. It's available for Mac and Windows. There's, there's lots of different ones. We like Accordance. Love it. There's a tool in Accordance I need to show you called the Timeline Tool. And whatever you're reading, when you click on it, it whoop, shows you a timeline of world events. <gasps> and it shows you a timeline of where it was in the Bible and what other books overlap with what you're reading. So when I was preparing all that work on, you know, you, Nero. And how I need long to show have you, you known about this? I, I, I don't know. And I don't want to answer that because you may beat me. But I need to show you. Like, I was just thinking, this is so cool. I never thought I would be the type of person that would be super interested in the historical context of oh, of books i am now yeah. but also the geography i know we're getting super nerdy here and it's not like i sit down with a bible atlas every time i read the bible but remind me to show you about the timeline tool in accordance it'll okay. blow your mind okay where i'm like i'm reading through matthew and because i've been in israel uh you know i will look up everything that i've taken for granted every little city any of them that still exists i'll look through like any pictures of the ruins and like, i'm trying to like fill in understanding as yeah. I'm going through. I love that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. The, you know, my mom and dad would be thrilled to say that the B-I-B-L-E is the book for you. That's it is. The, yeah, but yeah, yes, it is. So my, uh, of course, of course I'm going to read the Bible, but my n probably number one linchpin for me having received more of God is absolutely time spent. But I would probably put time spent journaling too, which is another way of praying. Like my prayer life mostly looks like me writing out my prayers to the Lord. Like I can type as almost as fast as I can talk. Like I'm a very fast touch typer. So for me, I, I can't, I'm a T-Rex typer. Um, I only have, I only have these fingers available and it's pretty shoddy at best. Okay. Well, I can, yeah. <laughs> I, it's the one thing I loved learning about in high school. I can touch type. And so I will just like, I'm in a instant message with God. I will type out my prayers to the Lord. And I don't even think I'm praying. I'm just talking. Father, I just you know, want to come and be with you today. I'm just writing all that out. Then I'll usually ask him a question. And as soon as I wait, I will hear him respond. I will hear an audible stream that sounds like my voice, but I know it's not my voice. And I'll just write it down. Mm -hmm. And so my prayer life, if you were to read my journal, looks like a transcript of a conversation between two people. Yeah. And so prayer... Look at us. We're great evangelicals. Bible study and prayer are the keys to connection. There, there are certainly two of them. There are two bedrocks, prayer yeah. and Bible study. But I, I think like the reason I wanted to explain what my prayer life looks like, otherwise you think I'm on my knees beside, this, beside my bed and it's just a one-sided conversation. And the, the two biggest things that changed my prayer life, one, learning to pray out loud, which yeah. is not difficult. You just don't pray inside. You pray out loud. Right. But then second of all, learning how to journal. And in a second, we're, we'll give you links to episodes where we've talked about these topics in depth. So if this is new to you, you can go listen to those episodes and, and uh, you know, find out more about journaling, find out more about hearing God's voice. But I think, I think the other big thing for me is soaking. Is, talk about that. So uh, I've heard different people define soaking different ways yeah. for sure. When I'm saying soaking, I mean I am listening to music. I am I'm not praying. I'm not journaling. I'm not reading anything. I am listening to usually soft music that 
you know, that helps me connect with the Holy Spirit, connect with Jesus, and I'm just receiving whatever it is that God wants to do at that moment. And sometimes I'm unaware of what he's doing. Right. And other times I'll see things or hear things. And lots of times I just cry because I can feel the presence of God. And again, I'm not usually aware of what he's doing, but I just feel his presence and just so soaking in his presence and taking him in. That's what I mean. Yes. The reason I'm shaking my head is, is like how, you know, to any evangelicals of which I'd put myself in that category, mm-hmm. who's listened to this to be like, yep, I'm on board with prayer. Yep, I'm on board with Bible study. Yeah, that journaling thing sounds a little bit weird. Soaking sounds preposterous. And I remember <laughs> right. that thing. I remember when I was like, really, this is a key to intimacy, just lying down and listening to music and not doing anything. How can that do anything? But you think about like the richness of our relationship is because we've spent tons of time together. And that time hasn't been intentional conferences. I haven't been reading study books about you. It's just time spent where we learn what each other's size mean. Size as in, you know, oh, not so- size. <laughs> I was like, it's it a, means I ate too much whole chocolate. Other podcast. <laughs> I was like, but, what? You know, you learn about somebody by spending time with them. Yeah. And uh, I can trace back some of the... I want to be careful what I say, like, uh, like the long journey, the perpetual decades that I've got with the Lord, yes, have been fueled by prayer and Bible study, consistent prayer, consistent Bible reading, consistent being in the Word. But also I can point to times in my life where I got kickstarted or an upgrade or a new phase of connection with the Lord. And I would say, arguably, they came through experience. Sure. Now, I'm not lauding experience over Bible study no. or by prayer, but... You know, our our faith was never supposed to be intellectual. Our faith was never supposed to be theoretical. It's intel. It's it's experiential. The Bible is a book of people having experiences with God. Right. And I would say soaking absolutely has positioned. I would say that the Lord has broken in while I've been soaking, and I have also positioned myself to receive from the Lord with soaking. Yeah. I'm going to pull up my notes because we're already away, and I want to tell people episodes like if you're listening to this and you're thinking i want to know more about that if you want to know more about soaking we did a whole episode episode 190 if you ever want to re-listen to an episode all you need to do is go to alan and slash and then whatever the episode number in this case 190 that's where we talk all about soaking okay if you want more information about journaling we've done a couple of episodes about that um episode 18 episode 204 we've even talked about uh prayer in episode 183. But here's a verse I was thinking about when I was thinking about, like, how do you get more of God? Hebrews 11.6 says that um, God rewards those who earnestly seek him. And I don't know if the specific mechanisms by which you seek him matter so much as the heart that is intent on pursuing him and and seeking him. Like, I didn't, like, when I started my journey into what I'm in now, I didn't know any of the stuff I'm talking about now. But God honored my feeble efforts at drawing near him like all I knew how to do, and I'm not saying what I'm about to say next is feeble, but all I knew how to do was kneel down beside my bed because it was the only model of prayer I knew. And the Lord honored that. And then he taught me, you know, taught me other things. Some of the well, other things we're I talking mean, about. That makes so much sense. If you think about the fact that he is a wonderful father, if you think about our kids, yeah. when they try and do something that we can maybe do with great ease, they're no, they're nowhere near as sophisticated. It takes longer and it's a little clumsy. But it's absolutely endearing watching them, you know, try Trying. and make the grilled cheese sandwich or try and do whatever. And it makes sense to me that the father's like, you know what? I'm loving. I'm going to honor you're, your, Yeah. You're your, stretching out towards me and I'm, um, I don't care what it looks like. 
Chris in the studio here just reminded us. He was like, hey, um, it might be a good time to remind the people that you actually wrote a book about everything you've talked about so far. Um, so you've written a book that is a study guide, it's a 12-week guide to learn how, to, intentionally, to learn how to soak, to learn how to hear God's voice. It's called Finding Father. If you haven't read it, you can get it at our website too at alanandaj.com. We'll put a link to that book in the in the show notes. And also, if you're not a person that likes reading, you also produced a whole video course. I did. Where you systematically teach people through it. So All of this stuff. If you're a stuff. visual learner yeah. rather than like a, a reading learner, you might want to watch those videos. They're available at the same place too. So we talked about uh, time. Like I remember a, a hero of mine said, you can have as much of God as you want. Mm. And I took him at that challenge. Uh, there's no shortcuts, just time. Time spent in his word, time spent with him time spent in prayer, time spent journaling, all of that. Well, it's draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Look at you just quoting scripture Thank like you. a boss. Thank you. The other thing I wrote down as I was thinking about this was one I'm not a huge fan of and the other one I'm a huge, uh, I am a huge fan of. The one I'm not a huge fan of is fasting. But nobody likes fasting. Well, I kind of liked yeah, it a little while. There's yeah. psychos out there yeah, who I love <laughs> fasting. So we've we've generally got different experiences regarding fasting. Yes. Like we're both pro-fasting and yes. fasting is a way of life for us. Yeah. But when we talk about it, we have very different experiences and outcomes. You share your views on fasting and I'll talk about mine. Well, I mean, I also have the realization that having in my teenage years, having had an eating disorder, I I sometimes I call several eating disorders. <laughs> it's not be humble. <laughs> I sometimes I I can go without food and it doesn't really bother me. I have never had that problem in my life. Like I can forget to have lunch and not realize I haven't had lunch. Again, I mean, literally not an issue for me. <laughs> so, um, but I mean, I've had great experiences fasting. I've definitely sometimes fasted for the wrong reasons. Like I have my fasts have been more of a hunger strike. Like, God, I'm going to twist your arm and make you try and tell me H stuff. How'd that work out? Was that successful? Well, I mean, God sometimes I did actually hear things, you know? Uh, so it's kind of funny because it's like, that's not a good idea, but God in his goodness was still like, okay, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to help you out here, oh. you know, uh, which is sweet. Um, and then I had a, a friend of mine who was a pastor challenge me and say, I, cause I would do 40 day fasts and, and they said, I think based on your history, this isn't your your best idea. And I think your previous yeah. previous eating disorder stuff is feeding into stuff. So I stopped doing those. Yeah. Um, but I have had plenty of experiences where uh, while fasting, I, I, I do feel closer to God. I do get um, information is probably not the right, but, but revelation breakthrough, yeah. and breakthrough. And I would say that's the big difference between you and I when we fast. Mm -hmm. Like when I fast... It's not that I'm miserable. Grumpy, definitely grumpy. Apparently, I am miserable. When I'm fasting, like, you know, Jeff is the same. Jeff and you are in the same camp. Like, when they're fasting, they love it. Like, there's like a real payoff for not eating. Like, And I usually pre feel pretty good. There's a high. When yeah. I'm fasting, I don't enjoy it at all. And usually the reward or the breakthrough comes after. Like, it is not concurrent. Like, it seems to be with so many of my friends that, oh, I'm fasting and I feel so close to the Lord. I feel grumpy and I just want to eat when I'm fasting. Generally speaking, I've got a few of those, but by and large, fasting has produced dividends afterwards. And if you want to know more about fasting, we did a whole episode on it on episode 167. Oh, I forgot. That was the one I don't We've like We've done a lot about. of episodes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize we talked about that, yeah. but I think we have, yeah. Here's the other thing I thought about. Oh. The importance in consistently growing closer to God over, over years 
is the importance of, of witnessing or testimony. Mm-hmm. The whole idea that when you talk about God, you get more of God. When you talk about God, it solidifies. When you tell testimonies about when God's come through for you in the past, it actually opens a door for faith for what you're facing right now. Think about David. The reason he was confident he could go up against Goliath, and he says this to Saul. He's like, hey, the same God that kept me from safe from the lion and the bear, mm-hmm. he's going to keep me safe from this giant. Don't, don't even worry about it. There is something beautiful, which I honestly think is why... I love podcasting is when we are talking about stuff we already know, expression reinforces impression. Mm -hmm. When we witness, when we have an opportunity to share our faith with others, it bolsters our faith. And when we don't, when we don't talk about what God's doing, when we don't give testimony, actually our faith begins to atrophy. We begin to shrivel. And so that wasn't something I've historically thought about. Well, that's an important thing to do, but I was thinking it's super important. I would probably also pair that with community. Like I think living in community and having community that's actively involved and can call you forward on stuff and can call you out on stuff and you can share your life with and you can hear their experiences and be encouraged when you're low, all that kind of stuff. I think that also helps you in terms of uh, in pursuit of God. Um, But I was thinking when you were just uh, saying your, your previous point about sharing testimony, I heard an amazing testimony this week on the school. Tell me an amazing testimony that okay. you heard this week on the so school. So this wonderful guy, and I, I won't use names because I haven't asked permission, but one of the wonderful year one students uh, who came on the school is uh, one of our, um, what do we call them, MLEs, Mature Life Experience students. So, yeah. you know, he's, I don't know how old he is, actually 50, 60, somewhere in there, uh, and grew up more conservative and that kind of stuff. So he came to the school and learned about hearing God's voice. And he's been a Christian forever, uh, but never knew this. And it's been... Like hearing God's voice, the yeah, journaling that like we've been talking about. Yeah, how to do hearing God's voice yep. like and how to hear it and then, yeah, journal. And so, um, but he's, you know, been active in his church and all that kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, he learns this. He's found it transformational for him. So he actually did a Zoom call with all of his guys at his like at his in his church community, all the people that he's grown up with and whatever, and led them through a message on hearing God's voice that he prepared to do on the school. But he let and and now all these guys, all these you know friends of his, amazing. yeah, are are. It's are so practicing. true that you only get to keep what you give away. Yeah, it's amazing, and though. that's why we need to be active in our faith, like putting into practice what we've learned. And you get it. When I was a school teacher, one of the things they taught us was about like different teaching methods mm-hmm. or pedagogy, right? different ways of teaching. And say the big words again. I know. Stop <laughs> that, between that. <laughs> Between that and my, you know, cologne, we'll never get this podcast Good done. Heavens. And it'll be embarrassing for Chris. <laughs> uh, they were teaching about different ways of, of learning. So, you know, there's auditory learning, which is largely what we're doing right now. We're talking in your ears, this, you know, visual learning, this kinesthetic learning where people learn by doing. Mm-hmm. And they said that by far the most successful way of teaching for retention is teaching. You retain 90% of what you teach. Yes. So if you're somebody who is active in sharing your faith or active like this gentleman in sharing the breakthrough that you've just had, it reinforces and, you know, and, and, and that's why recall is so important. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, what we, we're talking about fasting, we're talking about um, witnessing, you're talking about community. community. I also thought there's no substitute for experience. And we touched on this a little bit with soaking, but I think about that that verse that says, be not hearers of the word only, and so deceive yourself, do what it says. 
the most important thing for growth is putting into practice what you already know. There's a huge temptation for us to go from one prophetic word to another. I mean, us as as, as Christians. Like, sure. I just want to hear. Yeah. And I'm like, actually, it's so much more important rather than constantly looking for what the new thing is, is to be faithful with what the last thing was. Right. Right. Well, we've talked about that before, the whole thing of like... If hey, you we've don't... done over 200 episodes. We've talked about everything before. <laughs> if this you don't just... feel like you're hearing from God, go back to the last thing you heard and check out if you did it, right? So, but there's there's definitely something about, uh, about action, about experience, about... I, I think... I think the thing of entering into action actually forces you to take a step of faith as well. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's our, I don't even know how many. There's our thoughts. Yeah, Random thoughts. It comes down to how you spend your time. Like I get really good at video games by spending a lot of time playing video games. Like anything I've got good at in life, it's because I've spent time yeah. on it. Yeah. You know, I've got a friend right now and she's learning all about marketing and she's got better at it the more time she spent. And it's the same with the Lord. You get better at the Lord. That sounds weird, but you grow in whatever you aim your time at. So, you know, I hope that's encouraging. If you want more information on any of that, like dig out, go to our show notes, dig out. We'll put a link to all the episodes that we talked about. Um, any other closing thoughts? I, I had just one thought. And I think uh, I think there's more of God to be found in learning to rest as well. Is that what you learned while spending four months on your back? Kind of. I'm being facetious. Uh, But but. but kind of. Mm -hmm. Like I, because you were saying about spending time doing something and I'm thinking the biggest challenge that I have had from the Lord for the last, you know, year and a half or two years was we really didn't used to take a day of rest we didn't uh, really yourself, please. a we? full day of rest. Okay, well, I didn't realize I was coming to a Spanish Inquisition <laughs> right here. But Well, okay, I certainly didn't. Yep. I didn't plan for rest, and I didn't really value rest. And I would say uh, that's potentially part of how I ended up sick, but uh, I now realize I actually rest is something that, that I actually need. And out of rest, I uh, am better able to hear so certainly when we've been proactive like i think about a couple of times last year we proactively got away like we planned long weekends or rest and the rejuvenation that brought us was was wonderful yeah it's great i wonder before we finish talking about this if you would pray for all of our listeners for an impartation for more of god like for a grace to do the things we've been talking about would you yeah, do that of course okay go father i just thank you that you are always looking Uh, to spend time with us. You're always looking to draw us closer to you. And Lord, I ask that you would um, tool us up, God, that you would give us uh, the things that we feel like we're missing in order to be able to live in pursuit of you, God, that you'd give us a hunger for the word, that it wouldn't be like eating dry toast, but Father, that we would find life in your word, Lord, that you would teach us to rest, you would teach us to soak, to be able to come to a place of peace and hear from you. Uh, Lord, I ask that you give us big ears to be able to hear you, to be able to uh, journal and hear back from you. God, that you put community around us that would support us in our journeys and as we're pressing into you and that, Lord, we would have encounters with you. Lord, in our dreams, uh, when we're awake, Father, that we would be aware of your presence and aware of what you're doing. And Lord, I thank you that you are so good and you are writing a beautiful story. 
for each one of us. Um, thank you, Father. Keep keep writing. We we just want to keep saying yes to you and yes to your plan and draw closer to you and look more like Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's about this time of the podcast that we'd normally do listeners' questions, but we've been off the air for several months, so no <laughs> listeners have sent us any questions. We don't have any questions. But if you would like us to answer your questions in the future, just go to alanandaj.com slash ask. Fill in your question. It can be anonymous, or you can put your name in if you'd like, and we will do our best to answer your question in future episodes. Thank you for listening. If you are new to the podcast, then you can always go to alanandaj.com and look at all of the different topics. We have 200 and something something uh, different topics there for you to choose from. And of course, you can actually listen in your podcast client. Uh, maybe it's not as clear which topic is which, but you know you could listen any way that you like to. But it's been lovely having you with us today. Yeah, and if you're listening to the podcast, you're missing out on half of the glory. We also produce a video version of this podcast, and we make that available to members of the show. If you would like to become a member from as little as $1 an episode, you can not only access the video of this episode, but you also get access to a members-only um, news stream. You get uh, priority on the Q&A you get discounts on uh, all of our products. And if you want to learn more about our membership program, just go to alanandaj.com slash membership. Thank you for being with us. If you want the show notes for this episode, go to alanandaj.com slash 232. And we look forward to being with you next week. See ya. Faith, life, communication, tacos and video games. Paleo donuts and the kindness of God The things we deal with every day From Franklin, Tennessee They are just like you and me Alan and AJ Keeping up with the Joneses Keeping up with the Joneses Sharing their life experiences Keeping up with the Joneses Talk about faith in God And everything under the sun If you are a human being There's something here for everyone